Welcome to another Road to Memorial Cup edition of the CHL Top 10 show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kuna, and today I talk to the two teams that swept their third round series, the 12-0 Quebec Rampart and the 12-2 Winnipeg Ice. The Winnipeg Ice spent the entire season in the top three of the Kia CHL Top 10 rankings, set a franchise record with 57 regular season wins, and have now swept two of three rounds in the playoffs, taking out Medicine Hat in four, Moose Jaw in six, and now Saskatoon in four games. Ice captain and Minnesota Wild prospect Carson Lambos has seen this team rise from a 13-win team in 2019 to the Eastern Conference champions. He tells us just how close this group is, how past experiences have shaped this team, and what the ice will have to do to earn a spot at the Memorial Cup presented by Kia in Kamloops. Here's Carson Lambos. Joining me today is the captain from the WHL's Eastern Conference champion, Winnipeg Ice. It's Minnesota Wild prospect, Carson Lambos. Carson, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, first of all, obviously, congrats on taking the next step on the Road to Memorial Cup presented by Kia. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, one step at a time, but we're getting closer and closer here. So, no, it's going well. Back in 2018-19, uh, you played played five games with the the 13 win Kootenai Ice. You know, fast forward four years later, you're setting franchise records with 57 wins, Eastern Conference champions. Is this kind of what you imagined would you would hope to be at at this stage of your career in the WHL? Yeah, I kind of think coming in uh, to Kootenai at 15, there was a a pretty strong young core there, um, inexperienced team and a lot of learning was done in those first few years uh, when I was 15 and then 16 here in Winnipeg for the first year. And um, along with, you know, picking up a lot of good pieces on the way, it's, um, yeah, I think that's our expectations to be where we are. And um, we're definitely not satisfied yet. Well, you guys have spent the entire season in the top three of the Kia CHL top 10 rankings. So nobody should be surprised that you made it to this far. But what does it mean to some of you, some of you veteran guys, you know, yourself, McLennan, Peterson, Zlotti, uh, Prosovsky, who's who've all been here, um, you know, since the Kootenai time. Yeah, it's uh, it means a lot. I think this opportunity and getting to the finals, it's not something that happens in one year. Uh, takes a lot of learning. Last year served as that for us. So yeah, it's um, definitely a really valuable chance, and definitely don't want to take it for granted. And I definitely know. Um, you know, our team isn't, and especially those guys that have been through those rough times with Kootenai, and uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a long time coming. Well, you mentioned the losing out to Edmonton last year, and I've talked to some other other guys on your team throughout the year about this, but now that you've taken that next step and, and looking to take another one, what do you take away from that series and, and maybe have learned from seeing how those Oil Kings were last year? Yeah, that was a, a hard series. I think, you know, other than game five, those first four games, every goal uh, took so much to get for both teams. Um, special teams is going to be so big. Uh, you know, five, five chances, every breakdown, every little mistake becomes so, uh, so noticeable and everything is just uh, zoomed in on. And it's, it's really, uh, it's really such a tight game. And, you know, whoever we end up playing, it's going to be um, a tight opponent. It's not going to be easy to get anything going. So sweep medicine hat in the first round and run into a little bit of trouble with, with Moose Jaw in the second round. 
looking back at that series now that you've you know you're you're past that um was it nice to to be pushed and tested and and have a little bit of adversity there yeah for sure um you know to have we have some guys in our team that haven't really had uh, much playoff experience and uh i think it's really important for our team to go through that with what we went through moose down two to one in the series and then game four uh, going overtime uh, having our backs against the wall is what it feels like in that position so um, it's definitely really valuable because it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy from here on out. And, um, you know, we can't be, we can't shut down as soon as we face adversity moving forward. And I don't think that's what we did in that, in that second series. And I don't think it's what we plan on doing uh, moving forward. And then obviously last round playing against Saskatoon, you know, they were, they were really battle tested in, in their first two rounds and, and showed a lot of resiliency. How important was it for you guys to close it out in four, not only for the rest, but just to not let them up off the floor at all? Yeah, it was huge. I think two seven game series um, and they had some injuries too. It took a lot out of them and kind of saw a tired team at the start of the series and they started, um, you know, getting their legs back and, and later on in the series. And we just didn't want to give them any life, didn't want to give them hope. Um, being able to close out in four was massive for our rest and, um, just for our confidence moving into the into the dance. Obviously, the further you go into the playoffs, staying healthy is key, and getting the rest and and using that to to get healthy is is paramount. But what kind of other activities as a team have you guys been doing with all this time off? Yeah, I definitely think away from the rink, want to kind of get our rest and not do too much physically, just kind of hanging out. You know, the NHL playoffs are on, so. A lot of guys are watching that and then following that, but no, this time of year, I definitely want to take advantage of the downtime and not uh, not play other sports like we probably would be in the summer, but uh, can't can't lose sight of our goal. How close is this group right now? Because you look like you guys are having a lot of fun, but still very business-like. Yeah, um, it's a really tight group, kind of a more veteran group. So I think guys know um, when the time is to have fun and, when the time is to get down to business, I think we are really tight and have a lot of fun, joke around, but kind of once we get to the rink and get around to game time, it's a lot more uh, business-like and take care of business. So um, I think that's kind of how our team is, but away from the rink, we have a really tight group and um, yeah, it's a, it's a special team. You guys are a deep team as well. Obviously the additions that you made at the trade deadline uh, bolstered, bolstered your lineup. Um, and I've heard you talk about guys having to take lesser roles when you're on such a deep team like this. But how much easier is it to accept those roles when you guys are a close group the way you are, the way you just said? Yeah, I think um, it's, you know, when you have a goal in mind like we do ours, um, it's going to come with a little bit of sacrifice for everybody. And having, uh, you know, a competitive group, we're competitive within each other, but everyone just wants the best for the next guy. And um, that's really helpful. Uh, you know, there's definitely no grunges or any sort of thing like that going on, which I'm really grateful for, uh, especially, you know, some of our guys that have ended up being depth guys have been um, just great teammates. And it's so important because that can really leak into a team and, and, and hurt it. And we haven't had any of that. So um, it just goes to speak from the character of all the guys in our lineup. And, and and not playing too. As the captain, as the leader of the team, do you do you step up and say anything like that? We're you know we're checking our egos at the door at all. 
Yeah, I think that's something that's kind of been addressed, uh, you know, early in the year. And I think guys are pretty well aware of what's going to happen when you're on a team like ours. Um, I don't think we've had really any ego problems. And uh, it's uh, it's an easy, for the most part, this group's pretty easy to lead. And uh, it's not just one, one leader or the guys that wear ladders. There's a lot of leaders on this team. And guys that uh, are, are all bought in. So it makes, makes leadership groups job a lot easier. When you guys are rolling through the playoffs the way you are, how high is the confidence level in the room right now? Yeah, it's good, but um, we know it's going to be hard moving forward. Uh, we know that if we play our game and, and uh, stick to our system and, and our guys are going, that we have a, a very, very good chance at, at winning. But um, I think can't mix confidence with cockiness. Uh, can't just think we're going to show up and get and get the job done because that's not how it's going to work. And um, so we should be comfortable knowing that if we stick to our system and feel like we're going to have success if we do that, but uh, can't get too far out of ourselves. Well, after a couple of days off, you guys are back at it, practicing again. Uh, what's been the message from Coach Patrick, you know, maybe at the start of the playoffs and then again um, as you await to see who your opponent will be in the final? Yeah, I think kind of in the start of the playoffs, it's just that every game is is so crucial. Um, it's, uh, you know, every mistake, discipline, uh, making smart decisions with the puck is just so magnified. And uh, it's it, that was that was a big message at the start of the playoffs, um, you know, being smart and, and not being selfish in those ways. And um, we're still kind of waiting on seeing who we're going to play, but we know it's going to be a heavy game. It's going to be it's going to be a hard game, so we'll get a bit more into that as uh, once we find out who we got. How do you have a you know a short memory in the playoffs for you know if you make a mistake to to get it out of your head so you don't it doesn't snowball on you? Yeah, I think it just comes down to realizing that the past is in the past, and um, if you make a mistake, the mistake's made, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I think that's uh, really important in the playoff time because you can't dwell in the past and. You don't want to let the momentum just completely take you over. If you're if you're behind the eight ball, you got to be able to stop and reset and and take a deep breath. So um, that goes with every mistake within a game, and then also, you know, losing or getting down in a series. You got to realize that all you can think about is the next next shift and next game. Good. Just getting uh, back to Coach Patrick. What's uh, since he's been there seemingly forever at this point? What's been his impact on on your career and and the core group of you that have been together for so long now? Yeah, he's been so good for, for me. And I think a lot of the guys that have been here for a long time too. Um, professionalism, uh, learning the game. And I feel like I have such a better understanding of of hockey and, you know, the things that really matter. And um, he's definitely taught me a lot about that. And it's been so important for me. I'm just trying to develop my game personally into a way that's going to I can find a way to play my game at the next level, but as a team, I think he gets the best out of us. And um, he has, you know, we have a lot of, I guess you could say high elite players, but uh, still has everyone playing the system and keeps everybody in check. Well, you also mentioned um, special teams earlier and how important special teams are in, in the playoffs and your power plays humming along um, pretty, pretty good so far, but the penalty kill is, is has been struggling a little bit. So how much have you guys been, um, you know, watching tapes or, or working on that in practice, knowing like the firepower that, that awaits you in the next round? 
Yeah, it's going to be crucial in the next series. Um, like I said earlier, special teams is so huge in the playoffs. Um, you know, we have our system and penalty kill, but uh, we'll have to make adjustments based on who we're playing. Every power play has different looks and different personnel. So um, we'll we'll get more into that once we find out who we got. But um, yeah, we definitely have to dial that in. It's going to be um, a big part of the game moving forward. You haven't played Kamloops since late October, and and Seattle was in early January. So you guys have have changed quite a bit since then. How how closely have you guys been following that series? Yeah, I think everyone's kind of either watching the game or following the scores. Um, yeah, it's uh, everyone knows everyone's aware of what's going on, but I think nobody's really hoping for one result for the next. It's just whoever we get is we're gonna let the let, let it, things fall into place as they may, and um, that's kind of our mindset. As as a defenseman, um, when you look at their rosters and, and you know, pick your poison on, on either one, how excited does this challenge? Uh, how does it make you? Yeah, that's that's very exciting for me. Um, you know, both teams have a lot of elite players, um, a lot of high skill, high speed players, and I think that's a good challenge for me and um, the rest of our defensive group a chance to prove ourselves as defenders, and I think it really shows you know when you play teams like this what your team is made of and it's definitely a challenge I'm looking to embrace and I think the rest of the group feels the same way um, it's not just you know defensemen uh, that play roles in defending it's uh, everyone up front to, to the goalies so it's um yeah it's a, it's a team effort and I know we're really looking forward to it yeah the the three teams that are left in the WHL are all obviously elite elite offensive teams so how much more important is going to, is that defensive team structure going to be in in the final yeah it's going to be uh, huge i think um you know like playing against some other teams might get away with a few breakdowns here and there where teams don't capitalize and turn those into scoring chances but um you know with our team and whoever we end up playing it's going to be every every breakdown will lead to a look or scoring chance and that's what happens when you're playing uh playing the best and um, yeah, so everyone's going to have to be locked in on on the system and, and not giving up uh, looks because it's crucial. As I know the focus is always, you know, the the next game and, and one game at a time. But when you have this much time off, how do you prevent yourself from looking too far ahead and, and start daydreaming about, you know, a potential trip to uh, the Memorial Cup in Kamloops? Yeah, I don't think uh, much of that's going on. I think we know that uh, there's a lot of work to be done before we're going to get, if we're going to get to that point. And, um, I think everyone's well aware of how hard it is to, to win and how hard it's going to be to win. And, um, yeah, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. And I think that just comes with focusing in practice and just looking forward to the next day practice and, and the next game. And, and that's it. You guys are the only show in Winnipeg right now is the excitement around the city building even more now. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think should get uh, good support from the, the city and the fans being the only hockey team left now. So um, it's going to be really exciting to to play at home and uh, see what the fans bring out. We know it's going to be, you know, it's going to be good. For the Winnipeg Ice to make it to the Memorial Cup presented by Kia, you will have done what successfully in the WHL final to win the championship? I think just uh, committing to play as a team and uh, sticking to our system, that's going to be so huge. Um, yeah, I think those are the two two keys for us. You guys have finished three rounds of playoffs, you know, five weeks of beard growing. 
who's got the best beard on the team right now? Uh, definitely not me. Probably, uh, probably Prasovsky or Sword. Those two guys have uh, pretty good beards coming in lumberjack looks. So I know I'd be scared of them, scared of them uh, if I was on the other team. But yeah. Uh, yeah, on the on the other side of that, who looks like they've just started growing? Uh, I don't think Benson has much. I mean, I can't say I'm not in that category. Um, yeah, Jonas Wu, younger guy. Uh, he hasn't got much on his face either. So, uh, yeah. If, uh, if, if I forced you to pick someone from your team that you think is going to have a breakout championship series and, uh, you know, we're going to rule out uh, Savoy, Geeky, McLennan, uh, Benson, and, and now Stopchuk. Yeah, I mean, we have so many – so many stars and, and good players, but uh, Evan Friesen's a guy who's been come up big for us at, at times in this playoffs. So I think he's an underrated player in this league and he's uh, can play up and down the lineup. And um, if he's not scoring, he's doing so much more for us uh, defending and winning puck battles, holding on to pucks. So I think he's going to be a huge player for us. How important is it to have guys that might not be showing up on the score sheet, but they're doing all the little things that you guys need to do to win games as well. Yeah, it's it's crucial. You need guys that you can trust to put on the ice and can just settle things down and you feel comfortable that you're not gonna there's not gonna be chaos coming your way. And I think we have we have that on our team. Um, you know, uh Swardo's been so good like that and he gets on the score sheet too, but uh a D man like that and 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 you know, our, our fourth line, those guys have been uh been like that all playoff long, put them out and no one's uh, no one's too nervous with those guys on the ice. Well, stop checking, uh, given the the breakdown on Millich, if you guys happen to play Seattle. Yeah, we haven't heard too much yet. Um, we'll see who we're playing, and uh, you know, we're going to use all the intel we have. Favorite part of playoff hockey? I think just uh, the the pressure and um, the build up. I think it's it's a lot more. Every game means so much more than it does in the regular season, at least for, for our team with the position we were in in the regular season. So just every every play being so meaningful, and, yeah, I, I love that. Awesome. Carson, thank you very much. Good luck this weekend in the final and uh, and hopefully a trip to the Memorial Cup. Thanks. Thanks for having me. The Quebec Rampart were the only Q team to be ranked in the CHL Top 10 rankings all season long, spending 22 weeks in the top three. After their most recent sweep against Gatineau, the Rampar are on a 20-game win streak with no signs of slowing down. With sweeps of Charlottetown and Ramuski in the rearview mirror, Rampar captain Teo Rochette tells us how they were able to shut down the high-flying Olympique, the mentality in the room after just 12 games in five weeks, and what the Rampar will have to do against the Mooseheads to earn a spot at the Memorial Cup presented by Kia. Here's Teo Rochette. My next guest is captain of the QMJHL final bound 12 and 0 Quebec Rampart. It's Teo Rochette. Teo, how are you doing today? Very good. Yourself? I'm pretty good. Thanks. Uh, first of all, congratulations on making it to the final. The minimum through three rounds. You know, if you add in your, your final eight games of the regular season, you guys are riding a 20 game win streak. How have you been able to do it? You know, especially at this time of the year when the competition's even tougher. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had a lot of uh, injuries at the end of the year, so it was getting uh, it was getting hard. But I mean, we have a we have a good group of guys uh, with uh, a lot of experience. So I mean, we fight through it and uh, we we find a way to get those wins. Well, with those injuries, I guess guys get elevated to different roles that they might not have been normally playing or put in different positions. 
how much has that benefited you guys now as as we you know come to the fourth round of the playoffs yeah obviously it's good for them and you know there's a there's a couple guys that have been scratched since the beginning of the playoff and they're always there around us uh, with the with the positive attitude so you know it's it's great for us and uh, like i said we have a good group of guys and uh, it was it was good for them to to take a step and uh, for the guys that are playing third or second line uh, go to the the first or second line it was it was good for them good experience and uh, you know we we were just trying to get ready for the for the playoffs and obviously the guys that were injured uh, got a little bit of rest so it was good it was good for the team the first two rounds you know i can buy sweeping uh, I don't think anybody would have guessed a sweep against the Gatineau Olympique. You know, in nine in their nine games before they played you guys, they were outscoring their opposition fifty three to nine, and so they might have been on an even better run than you guys were on. How were you guys able to shut down their guys? And and I know you you know a couple games went to overtime. So what does it say about the character in your room as well that you guys were able to come out on the right side of those tight games? Yeah, obviously we we didn't expect that either, but I mean, uh, you know, like I said, we have a lot of character, a lot of uh, experience in that room, and I think it benefits us in the in the in the overtime, like you said. Uh, it was it was pretty close games, and you know we we find a way to win, and uh, that's what good teams does. Uh, we play we play the right way. We focus on the on the next game every time, and uh, it was uh, it was good for us and. Uh, experience again for the for the final how much did you guys how much emphasis did you guys put on you know guys like Zach Dean and Riley Kidney and you know Kidney had only been shut out of one game in his time with Gatineau and that was his first game and that happened to be against you guys as well so how much did you guys focus on limiting their op their opportunities because you held them both out of at least one game yeah I mean we did a, a lot of videos um we know they're they're really good players and uh we know it was it was going to be hard to um, to avoid them from scoring goals, uh, so you know we just we just work hard, block some shots. Uh, I mean, a PK has been amazing uh, the whole series. Our goalie has been amazing, so I think uh, yeah we did a lot of great things. We we're a pretty good team defensively. Uh, all of our forwards are very responsible, and uh, we did that as a team. I spoke to Justin Robot at the end of the last round, and I asked him to give me a breakout player for this past series and he picked Will Rousseau and he said, you know, he was a guy who had been playing well, but he thinks he thought he could take it to another level. Everybody can see the numbers that he put up in the, in the final round, maybe for you as, as the captain and the leader of the team put into words, his performance against Gatineau. Yeah, he was, he was amazing. I mean, uh, it was, you know, like I said, it was a really close series and without him, it would have been maybe like a, a seven game series. I mean, he stopped every puck. He was. He made some big save at key moments. Uh, you know, he had the. He went through a rough time at the end of the year a little bit. Uh, you know, it was just a. It was just a, a time uh, that that it was tough for him. Uh, you know, Pat was talking a lot with him, and I mean, he went through this like like with as a team. We we helped him, and uh, in the playoffs, he's been amazing so far. Uh, even in the two first round, I mean. Even if he didn't have a, a lot of shots, he was he was good when he when he was supposed to be good. How much more confidence does that give you guys now? You know, obviously he's been tested in the games, like you said, without a lot of shots, and now he's been tested in the games with a lot of shots as well, and he's come out on the right side on all of them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, 
we expect a lot from him this season, but I mean, in this playoff, he's just, it's just amazing. Like we talk about and yeah, he, he gives us a lot of confidence offensively. Uh, you know, we, we know we have a wall uh, down there so we can take a, a little bit more chance offensively uh, and our D's are, are insane in front of him. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good for the team and it's good for him for his confidence too. After, uh, after you guys, handshake and go back into the dressing room after the last series as the captain do you stand up in the room and say something to the guys or is that unnecessary because everybody's got the same goal right now everybody's on the same page and you know it's q championship and then a trip to Kamloops. yeah i mean obviously we have the same goal and you know a lot of guys uh, in our team are not coming back next year in junior so i mean it's it's the year for everyone uh the younger guys know they they might not have the chance to to get that close from a championship. So, uh, you know, we're all on the same page and uh, we were very excited after the semifinal. But, I mean, we know we know what's the final is. Uh, the final is coming. So, we focus for the for the next uh, next step for us. And uh, I know I know the guys will be ready uh, with the experience we have in our in our group. How is everyone in that group feeling right now? Like, because other than at the start of the season, you guys probably have never been so well rested. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's obviously we had a lot of confidence before, but yeah, it's great to it's great to to sweep three series in a row, uh, especially against Gatineau, a very good team. Uh, yeah, the group has never been that confident, and uh, like I said, we're 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 ready, and uh, we're gonna be a, we're gonna be a, a great team in the in the finals. I know that for sure. How do you keep it at high confidence and not? cockiness or arrogance yeah I mean we we talked about it uh, during the season a lot uh, there's a there's a thing uh, even kill that we said a lot in our in our dressing room and it's it's just a factor of like just focus on every game what we have to do and not like focus on the past or too far so uh, I think the team does it very well uh, you know we expect a, a little breakdown there on the game four against Getno, and I think, I mean, the the group was just insane at game four. So, uh, nothing to nothing to add as a captain in the room. I mean, the guys are ready, and we're all on the same page. What uh, what did you guys get up to? Uh, you know, off the ice over the weekend with with the time off that you have. I know you're back to business now, but uh, you know, a couple of days off. What did you guys get up to? Yeah, a couple of days off. Uh, we practiced Saturday just to keep on uh, rolling and. Uh, we practiced this morning, but obviously, uh, yeah, a couple of days off to, to rest the, the guys and uh, we'll be back at it Wednesday and uh, Thursday to make sure we're ready for, for Friday night. Did you guys get out and do any, you know, uh, team activities together or any bonding, go to the movies? I know uh, um, you've, you guys have gone out and done some golfing in the past. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, Roby talked to you about golfing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we're we're golfing pretty much every day's off. Uh, like tomorrow we have a day off. We we got the I think four starts at the golf in Quebec. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good time. It's getting hot in uh, in Quebec. So uh, we enjoy the we enjoy the sun and uh, the days off to to rest and get ready. So yeah, you've you've kind of touched on it, but how close is the group really? Like you guys are very business-like, but it, it seems like you're able to enjoy the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, 
I know uh, Pat was talking about it in the media uh, lately, but the chemistry we have in our group is 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 amazing. Uh, I mean, pretty much of uh, all the guys were were there for the past three or four years in Quebec, and uh, we we've been really close uh, for that time. So nothing changed. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of good guys in our team at Christmas and uh, during the summer, and uh, you know. Guys like uh, Robida is, you know, guys with experience, and uh, they've he's been in the final uh, two years ago, I think, and uh, you know, even guys like Darcy Langlois and Agostino, they're not like superstar, but I mean, they're guys you want in your locker room, and they're they're guys you want on the ice uh, for your team. They're tough to play against, and uh, you know, very very good guys off the ice. What uh, you mentioned, um, Coach Patrick Waugh. What was his message to you guys after, you know, or even even today, but after the final round, and and you know, what is he expecting of you guys? Yeah, I mean, we we've been talking for this uh, all playoff long. I know I repeat myself, but uh, the word even kill, you know, uh, we we know we did something special, uh, beating Getno in four, but uh, job's not done. We got a final to to play, and uh, our goal uh, our goal is to win the championship and the Mem Cup. So. Uh, We'll be back at it Friday, and uh, we'll get ready for it. What is what has he meant for for your career since since coming to Quebec, and and how much do you guys want to you know win for yourselves, but also win for him as well? Yeah, when I came in, in Quebec, it was pretty special. I mean, uh, he called me the the night I was traded, and just to have Patrick around the phone is is kind of special. Uh, didn't see him play, but I mean, he's a he's a legend, and. Uh, when I came, he was, uh, you know, he was like, like a mentor for me. Uh, came there as a kid, 17 years old, and it was it was great. I mean, he helped me a lot with my confidence, and uh, he, he helps the group also uh, with the confidence and everything. He's also there. He's he's there for us every time we need uh, we need him. Uh, you know, he's he's very close to us, and uh, it's great to have. Uh, Guys, uh, guys like him uh, with the experience and uh, like Simon Gagné too, uh, both won the cup and uh, it's great to have them to to help us. Well, Halifax in the final start this weekend. Um, you know, maybe how different or similar are they as an opponent to to the Olympique? I mean, they're both real defensive team. Uh, we didn't play a lot against them this year. Uh, I think we played them twice because they're in the Maritimes. Uh, but I mean, we we saw them. Uh, we know they're they're really good defensively. They have a lot of a lot of skills, a lot of good players. Uh, their goalie has been on fire lately, so uh, we know we we're gonna have a a lot of work to do around his net. And uh, I mean, La Pena was the same against Gatineau, so I think yeah, I think we we're, we're ready for this challenge. With with the you know Jordan Dumay potentially out for the start of the series still, how much more important is it for you guys to make sure you're off to a quick start and try to get ahead before he gets back into the series and you know because he's a difference maker for them. Yeah, I mean Dumay or not, uh, we we got to make the difference at home uh, the the first two games. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a key moments for us in the series. Uh, set the tone early and. Uh, have those uh, those two wins uh, in our bag. It's going to be huge for us. And uh, yeah, obviously Jume is a really good player. Uh, offensively, he's he's amazing. He proved uh, he proved that all season long. So we're going to have to to keep an eye on him and uh, the rest of the group. Oftentimes, you know, people talk about having the 
all the time off and and you can be sluggish at the start of a series you guys haven't looked sluggish at all at the start of any of your series with all the time off how have you been able to to get off to a quick start even with you know not playing yeah i mean we we kind of knew that before uh, before every series uh we had nine days off uh, every week uh, after the, after the first and second round so we knew it was going to be it was going to be hard the first uh, maybe like first two periods of the first game so we just we just keep things simple uh we play spock and we just we just do our things and we know uh, we know things are are going to come after for you as a you know a player you're from just what about 40 minutes outside of Quebec City is that uh, right 30, yeah 25 30 yeah so what's what's this run meant to you? You know, we'll call you a Quebec City native just for the argument's sake right now. But playing for this team, being captain of this team, what has it meant meant to you? Yeah, it's it's pretty special. I mean, I came uh, came uh, three times in the Pee Wee tournament as a kid. Uh, I was living in Quebec, uh, watched the Quebec Ramparts uh, every time I had the chance. So uh, just to be traded there, it was it was something special. Named captain after and. You know, now the the run to the to the final, it's it's really something special for me and for the rest of the group. And I mean, our fans have been amazing, and they deserve uh, they deserve that cup. So we want to give it to them. What are you expecting from the the people of Quebec City for the final? You know, they're already breaking attendance records. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the the two first game against Gatineau was seventeen thousand, and now uh, we packed the building for. For game one and two in eight hours, so just to see that the, you know, the playoff uh, in Quebec is something special. We knew that, but to see that is uh, it's incredible. And I think there's going to be a tailgate outside of the, outside of the rink. So uh, yeah, it's we we knew uh, we knew our fans were were the best, but I mean at this point it's it's just it's just bonus for us, and we enjoy uh, we enjoy every game here in Quebec. What does that do for you guys when you know you skate on the ice and you see the building packed? Does it does it get old ever? Uh no, never. I mean, we had we had good crowd uh, during the season, but never that much. And to step on the ice, it's it's kind of stressful at the beginning. You like you know you just enjoy watching the the stands and yeah, like I said, something so special. I mean, I got no words for this, but the fans are amazing and uh, they cheer for us every game and uh, we want to we want to give it to them like I said they're waiting for 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 this cup since uh, I think 1976 so uh, we want to do it for them too they know they have to capitalize on the games that they can get because you guys have only been playing two at home each series yeah exactly <laughs> I saw uh, a lot of comments on the on a social media that they they wanted game five but I mean we want to finish the series as soon as possible to get some rest and be ready for for the final and get that cup for them absolutely uh for the Quebec Rampire to make it to the Memorial Cup presented by Kia you guys will have done what successfully to win the Q final uh I mean everything it's a it's a game of details uh we know we have to do everything uh, the right way we have to play our game or in our system and uh, I think everything will be fine if we play uh, if we play that way. And just like um, with Robita, I'm going to ask you. You know, in the playoffs, it's often a depth player that comes up in a huge moment to to help a team win. So for you, pick one player from your team to have a big final series. Not yourself, Bolduc, Robita, Malatesta, Gauthier. You know, not the big guys. And we'll rule Rousseau out because 
because Robida already picked him. Uh, I'll pick Robida. I mean, he's been a great player for them uh, since the, the beginning of the playoff. Uh, I think he wanted to produce more uh, in this season, but we all knew he was he was going to step up in the playoffs. A uh, guy like him with a lot of experience, he did the final two years ago. Uh, we knew he, he was going to be great, and I think he, he's going to keep going on this uh, on this momentum. All right, and how about one guy that's not one of the, your you know top top six guys? Uh, I mean, it's tough because they. I know they're all going to step up, and they're all ready. But uh, if I had to pick one, uh, I'll, I'll pick Agostino. Uh, he's playing on the fourth line with us. Uh, he, I mean, he had a he had a bigger role last year uh, with the with the cataracts, but I mean, he went he went he won the cup, so uh, it's uh, it's great to have him in the locker room. Uh, I know I, I repeat myself, but guys with experience like this, uh, you want to have them in your team, and uh, he's doing all the little details uh, we want from him on the ice, and uh, it's great it's great to see him uh, play like this. For sure. How, like how much more important is it to have guys that can, you know, play in the bottom six that can do all the little things right. And it might not show up on the score sheet every time, but you know, eventually it will. And you know, you, they can be trusted to go out at any time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, guys in the bottom six, especially when you have great teams like this are usually guys uh, that play on the, on the first or second line in, in teams that are on the, on the bottom of the standings. But you know, accepting your role is a big thing uh, on those teams and they're doing very well. Uh, even the players that are not playing or, you know, like I said, uh, in the room with the positive attitude and it changed, it, it changed the vibes of the team uh, every day. So, uh, yeah, I mean, guys like him they are just stepping up and helping the team win. And, it, it, you know, you need, you, need, uh, you need depth to win a championship. So we have, uh, we have that depth in our team. All right. Uh, we need a playoff beard status update. So when I talked to Robida, he said that at the end of the playoffs, it would be either him, Gaucher, or Lavoie that would be that would have the best beard. Is that uh, would you say that's right? Yeah, I mean uh, that's not what he said this morning. He said he was going to have the the biggest one for sure. So uh, I'll, I'll pick him. Just not not put him on a on a mat spot with me, but. Uh, I'll pick I'll pick Robida. He's gonna be well, did did he tell you who he picked to have the worst one? I hope he didn't say me. <laughs> he said it was either gonna be yourself or Bull Duke. Bull Duke? Oh yeah, Bull Duke is a is a good one. I mean Cooper doesn't have a doesn't have a big beard too. But uh yeah, Bull Duke uh Bull Duke could be a good a good one. What's uh what's your favorite part of playoff hockey? Ah, just the excitement with the with the fans. Uh, you know, I like uh, I like playing with having a you know a goal. Uh, you know the the preseason uh, the preseason games are not very fun because like if you win or not doesn't really matter. And in playoffs, you you have to win. So you know it's kind of stressful uh, at the beginning of the series, but it's just it's just fun to play in these moments. You know, you as a kid, you want to play on those games and. Uh, it's just fun to step on the ice and uh, and having the men the mindset of uh, of you have to win. Awesome. 
Teo, thank you very much. Uh, good luck in the final this weekend, and and hopefully we'll we'll see you in Camloops. Yeah, thank you very much.